Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I am Leah, and I'm joined by Bonnie and Katie and Alyssa talking about our one cool witch. So Alyssa talked about Stevie Nicks, and Bonnie talked about Cersei and Medea, and uh, Katie talked about Cat Lavosin. There we go. Yes, that beautiful. was close to French right there. <laughs> uh, but before <laughs> we dive back in, uh, I'm going to let you know what's going on on the Gals Guide calendar. So for week four of October, October 24th through the 30th, on Thursday, October 27th, we have book club meeting on Zoom. Oh my gosh. Led by our lovely Katie Young. (laughs) Who's that? Uh, Join us to talk about The Witches Are Coming by Lindy West. So don't forget to register beforehand. That way you have the Zoom link and you can register free and easy at galsguide.org. Also, next week on Halloween Day, we're going to be releasing our 200th episode. Oh my gosh. I know, right? We still don't know what we're doing yet, but it's going to be great. It's going to be released on Halloween because a special little treat. How about that? Oh, yes. See? There you go. No tricks. No tricks, just treats. Just treats. So check out all of our calendar events at galsguide.org. So for my random question to get to know you all better, I want to know who is your favorite witch in a book or a movie? Dun, 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 dun. I don't know about favorite, but what always sticks out in my mind is uh, The Witches. Yes, a book Which one? and a movie. The Disney one with uh, uh, is this Alicia. Oh, uh, uh, it's Angelica, Angelica Hudson Houston. plays. Yes, yeah, yes, there plays we go. The one which that one terrified me as a it's, child. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a good scary. Like is the that thing the is, Ronald Dahl book? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. I remember reading the book as a kid, and I remember seeing the movie and being like. Mm-hmm. terrified let's go hunt the children in the hotel yeah, yeah. and then the mm-hmm. new one the new one's got is it Anne hathaway yeah it's Anne yeah. hathaway it's, it's, on on wow. it's on hbo okay. so it was like um hmm. i don't know if hbo was the only one that got it but that's uh where i saw the preview of it and i'm like you know the other one scared me a lot i don't know if uh, i could do the new one <laughs> uh, is like that is so like but i love that whole thing of like they get in the little conference room mm-hmm. and they take right. off their shoes <laughs> yep. and then they take feet. off their wigs because none of them have actual hair. Right. Exactly. <laughs> their fake noses. Like, peels off her whole like yeah. face. I know. Like, ah. Uh. <laughs> and then like the little mice and yeah. the cool grandma. It's a good movie. It, it'll it'll terrify your little kids. This is very but true. Yeah. It's, it's a very good movie. <laughs> yes. I concur. <laughs> I was actually had to like google witches and books and movies yeah but as i scrolled through i was like oh i love that i love that so yeah. i must consume more witch culture See, than i realized than you thought yeah however we recently at our house started watching um 
you know, the new Game of Thrones, the yes. House, of the, House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. House of the Dragons, yes. which in turn has inspired us while we wait to rewatch Game of Thrones. Ah. So I'm just going to go ahead and say Melisandre. Ah, there you go. The Red Witch, the Red mm-hmm. Priestess. Okay. Is a there favorite witch. She's so creepy oh. and sexy. She seems and very much inspired by Cersei. Like when I was thinking ah. of Cersei archetypes, I was like, that's the Red Lady from Game of Thrones. There you yes. go. See, dun, dun, dun. Um, okay. So I thought about it. And then, of course, I remembered um, my favorite witch is Glenda, the good witch from Wizard of Oz. Aww, that's my mom's favorite movie. I know. It's, uh, it's one of those things where it's like there are elements of the Wizard of Oz that I love and there are some that are kind of nightmare fuel. But that whole thing at the end, spoilers for the 1929 movie, if you haven't seen it of the Wizard of Oz <laughs> or read the book. Um, the, you had the power all along. Mm-hmm. You had the slippers, you had the power, you needed to believe in yourself. And yeah. then also, she was, you know, the one in the pink sparkles, and it's like, not all witches are bad. And right. the idea that the Wicked Witch was her sister, mm-hmm. to me, was just, you know, interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, in one family, there's mm-hmm. polar opposites, if you will. So, sure. She travels um, in a bubble. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's yes. adorable. Like, yeah. <laughs> And she also kind of sent them on a wild goose chase, too, because, you know, go ask the wizard. He doesn't have any power. Spoilers. Uh, So it's one of those things where it's like, damn you. (laughs) Good and bad sort of thing. So, yes. So Glenda the Good Witch is mine because she's she's a complex witch that is kind of good. There you go. Katie needs a church key, by the way, for the audience. (laughs) Uh, I was keeping it secret. No, but because it's very fitting of what I'm going to talk about. I was about to hand her one of your beers there. I was like, beer, beer. Exactly. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do it. Ready to hear this? Yes, do it. Very nice. That that one wasn't as loud as my cans. Exactly. You know, cans are much louder than the, the bottles that we have. Um, so, okay. All right. I've got a little imagination station for you guys to, to play here. All right. So, imagine this. It's the 1500s. Automatically, that's going to be hard. Um, <laughs> but imagine it's the 1500s. You're in an outdoor market. And you see a woman standing over a large black pot. Uh, she's wearing a tall, pointy hat. So, you can spot her in the crowd among the other market vendors. Back at her house, she probably has a broomstick outside the door. And you might even spot that she has a cat roaming around. So do you picture a witch, a medicine woman, or an alewife? (laughs) Well, of course, I picture witch, but I also know what you're going to talk about already. This is true. I'm going to tell you, I absolutely picture pictured an ill woman that's right yeah. there you go bonnie did you do the same because of insider I mean, knowledge I, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like i read well that's what i thought beforehand i thought katie was doing it and i was like this is taking a horrible turn <laughs> <laughs> when do they start making beer your beer was poisoned this is true so yes it is an alewife. I call them beer witches. That's what I've always called them. Uh, but pull up a pint because I'm going to tell you how women have saved humanity. Uh, they were called goddesses for beer making. Mm-hmm. And they dominated the beer industry until they were called witches. 
And it was, uh, they were burned at the stake. <laughs> Yikes. It's uh, suffering for your craft. Exactly. I'm not trying to bury the lead, but beer's awesome. All right. So <laughs> let's go back a few thousand years. Like, yeah. let's say 7,000 yeah. years, right? You can imagination yeah. station real hard imagination right now. Imagination station is harder on that time. But uh, that's when we discovered beer. Yeah. So just, mm-hmm. just beer. Yeah. Uh, beer was a safer option to drink because unlike the water that was unsanitary, <laughs> uh, beer was fermented and it became a sterile drink. It was basically what saved humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this life-saving uh, nest, there was the Sumerian goddess of beer. Mm-hmm. Her name was Ninkazi. Uh, and there's actually a song that includes a recipe. Would you like to hear it? <laughs> oh, definitely. I don't actually know how like the rhythm Let me goes. get my pen. Yes, exactly. Right? <laughs> Make sure it's you've got the proper ingredients. Uh, it is you who bake the beer bread in the big oven and put it in order of the piles of whole grain. Uh, Nikazi, it is you who bake the beer bread in the big oven and pull its piles of whole grain. It is you who soak the malt in the jar, the waves that rise, the waves that fall. Nikasi, it is you who soak the malt in the jar, the waves rise and the waves fall. It is you who spread the cooked mash on the large reed mats. Coolness overcomes. Nikazi, you are the ones who spread the cooked mash on the large reed mats. The coolness overcomes. There you go. So that is a Sumerian goddess of beer song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but Nikazi wasn't actually the only one that was a beer goddess. Uh, the ancient Egyptians yes. were soaked Tianet. Yep. Right? So Tianet, there are hydro, uh, hydroglyphics of her and other women brewing and drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> women invented beer. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, did you know about the Slavic people who worshipped Rugatine? Rugatine was new for me, but Slavic people, those are my people. Um, she is a beer protector, Rugatine. Kind of like Rogaine, but different. Uh, there is also a German nun named Hildegard von Bingen. Yes! (laughs) She wrote about hops in the 12th century and talked about the hops were added to her beer and her beer recipe. Uh, and then the last one I have for you is the Finnish people, who are also my people. Uh, they had the treasured Kelvarta. She invented beer by mixing honey with beer saliva. Mm. The Finns were weird, okay? Well, like, honey is like mead, but like beer saliva? Like, yeah. What? You'd like take a swoosh and then spit it back out? I don't. It's actually really common in a lot of different brewing processes to really use your own is? spit. I forget why. Probably Is enzymes or yeast or, or stuff. Some, yeah, like yeah, it helps starter? it get going. Yeah, there's right. like a bunch of hooch that involves a little bit of a little spit. Yeah, a little spit it's for a thing. Luck. All right. Well, as far as we know, this was low alcohol, so it wasn't mm-hmm. like it was like your nine percenters. But then again, when you're adding beer saliva, I think all bets are off, and that we really don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> but that's just that's my wishful drinking. But they all say low alcohol content. You know, whatever. Sure. Um, so now when we're at the like, you know, 1500s, 1600s, there's more people gathered together. There's more cities that are happening, more beer to make, right? Mm-hmm. So whether either you're on a farm, uh, the more people, or if you're definitely in a city, there's more people. Mm-hmm. So nearly as soon as it started, brewing became 
woman's work, yep. right? So sweep the floors, feed the children, make the beer. You know, that's like a normal, like, every day. So according to Atlas Obscura, uh, so even before the year 1500, nearly all women in England knew how to brew beer. Mm-hmm. So it was a very common thing, right? Mm-hmm. It was an inexpensive drink. It was full of carbs. It was full of protein. I mentioned the water was contaminated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that fermentation process, though, it takes time. Mm-hmm. This isn't like Kool-Aid where you just kind of like mix it and you got to wait till it's cold, right? You can make too much of it or you can make too little of it. And also it does spoil. Like it doesn't last mm-hmm. forever, too. So you got to have this like delicate balance. But women are crafty, mm-hmm. so they started working together. Um, when women were in the Middle Ages, they started working together. And this, of course, did scare white men. <laughs> uh, yeah. But there's still beer, so it's still okay. As long as the beer is still there after a day's work, it's okay. Uh, but they would share the workload with their neighbors, and they would sell batches to each other. So if they ran out, this was something like, okay, well, I have this much fermented, or I have this much grain, or whatever element of it, to kind of help with the yielding process that you kind of need. So some women started to make a business out of it. Instead of, can I borrow a cup of sugar? It was, can I buy some beer off of you, or can I buy some hops off mm-hmm. of you? Um They also started making a business where they would have a bar in the front of their house. So they would mark their homes with a broomstick outside the door. That was to show that they did a domestic trade. So it also meant that they would be, you know, they could be a maid or they could be a nanny. But generally it meant you could come into the house um, and you could stop and have a beer on your travel sort of thing. Um, It was a nice way to make some money. Mm-hmm. And if you get a cat, it keeps the mice away from your grains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying, if it's a black cat, then you start to get a beautiful stereotype. Also, <laughs> black cats are the nicest cats. Mm-hmm. I've had two black cats and I love them. But anyway, um, but then you get the cat. Uh, so these women are now women who are working together, terrifying, mm-hmm. and making money. And that also scares white men mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. So that fear and that scaredness turns into mistrust. Like, was that pint really a pint? Or did that price go up the more that I drank? Or was that beer made with a different ingredient than what the alewife said she was making the ingredient out of? Mm-hmm. So there's this really expensive book. It's like a $40, $50 book. Uh, I'm very tempted to get it for the library, but it's right now too expensive. But it's yeah. called uh, Ale, Brewsters, and Beer in England. It is by Dr. Judith Bennett. And I looked at a lot of it on um, the Google Books where you can like search mm-hmm. it and all that kind of good stuff. Um, it's a great book, but I'm going to paraphrase something that she says. She says that because women were like Eve of Adam and Eve fame, they were not to be trusted because of the goddamn apple thing. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't make him eat that damn apple. Exactly, right? It was Adam who ate the apple, but whatevs. So Dr. Judith says, quote, by logic, any alewife, no matter how friendly and open, was suspected of being a secret swindler. Because of the goddamn apple. (laughs) Uh, But guess who also hated beer witches? I'll give you a guess. They wear pointy hats and the they church. have little crosses. Yes, the church. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. 
So the surprise, surprise, the churches, for some odd reason, really hated the beer witches. Um, again, it was Adam who ate the damn apple. Anyway, but it could have been because men were too drunk when they came to church or they were too drunk to even come to church. Could have been part of the problem. <laughs> could have been the church just making their own wine and it's a competitor. It is, right? Exactly. Because that's also not toxic, but it also takes a long time to make too. Right. Uh, but weirdly, um, this Middle Ages uh, time, the churches started sending out images because not a lot of people mm-hmm. could read. Some people could. So images. And I will put this in the show notes because they're horrible. But an alewife in hell was the images they would send out. This mm. is a quote, again, from Dr. Judith's book. Quote, the church specifically taught that alewives should be the only people left in hell after Christ freed all the dams. Oh my gosh. So you got your murderers, your pedophiles, your terrible people, all of them should be freed. But any woman who sold you beer, oh, <laughs> she has to stay. They got real real weird about it so it starts to um weirdly be though at a crescendo right at the same time that women are starting to make a market for themselves Mm -hmm. in the beer industry in europe so as soon as they're organized as soon as there's like you know a whole training money as soon as money is involved Mm -hmm. yeah that's suddenly when the church is like no this isn't cool Mm -hmm. you need to go to hell (laughs) So either seeing a business opportunity or acting out of fear, male brewers started accusing female brewers of being witches because they used cauldrons to brew up magic potions instead of booze. Mm -hmm. So all that stuff you're drinking, that's not booze. That's magic potions. Mm, Right. Right? Okay. So. Whatever. So, um, as another article that I read that I'll put in the show notes from The Conversation, uh, it says at this point, unfortunately, those rumors just took hold that these brewmasters are now witches. And because of being accused of a witch in any time a religious, uh, you know, for a religious movement is happening, this was the Reformation that was happening in mm. England. Um, It didn't mean that you could make beer for anyone. Um, It also meant you would be jailed or killed, burned at the stake, (coughs) drowned, or beheaded for making beer for people. Did I mention the water was contaminated? (laughs) Yikes. All right. So the argument was cemented in this idea, too, that... um, Women were spending too much time making beer. They should be spending time with the children. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was really weird because remember how I started saying 7,000 years ago, women were making beer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So if we've been doing it for thousands of years up to that point, and no one worried about the children until there's cash money involved. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So when you see the cauldrons, when you see the pointy hats, when you see the cats and the broomsticks, know that they're not just tied to Halloween. They were the beer witches of Europe that were kicked out because they made too much money 
on a service that everybody kind of needed to survive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they thought the Greeks were bad. It's all versions of bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yes, uh, I will say that I am very thankful for their service as I appreciate beer. I, I don't get raise emotional. A glass to them. Yes, let's raise a glass. Yep. Yep. Bonnie, raise yep. your McDonald's <laughs> 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 to the beer witches around the world. Mm. And we're drinking Sam Adams. I just want to point out the ironicness. I don't know for sure. But the Salem witch trials happened in his state, Samuel Adams. Mm. I don't know if he accused he anybody of being a witch, so he, he could have an industry or not. Actually, I, I revoke that. <laughs> no legal <laughs> steps need deemed necessary. Exactly. Yes. So bastard. So I, you I, never I, know. Yeah. Exactly. No. no. Yeah. Uh, the the beer industry today. I did have data on it, and I totally forgot it. Beer industry today is still dominated by men. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of looking at your Budweiser, your Coors, your your big dogs. Mm-hmm. But there is starting to be an increase in female brewers in the indie craft beer market. Nice. So, yeah. which is really nice because there is a lot of women who own restaurants. Mm-hmm. It's still a little bit more male dominated with the craft brew. But at the same time, we are seeing women brewers. Um, also, when I went to go for this podcast to get a witchy beer for us, I, I couldn't find a witchy beer theme. So, ladies, <laughs> please, if you are a brewer and this story pisses you off, make a witchy beer and be the Gals Guide oh, sponsor. Dedicate it <laughs> to the beer witches of old. All mm. the beer witches. Exactly. Mm. Young and old, future and present, all of them. Yes. So, I mean, I'm just saying, I got really fucking pissed, like, doing more research about this. Because women created a business out of something they were forced to do every right. day. And it wasn't until there was money. In there. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was kind of like the, because uh, it's a cool thing. It was, I'm frustrated with this where it was like, I, it's a cool thing that women invented this yeah. and that women like, you know, kept beer making going and saved humanity. But it also is a Don't we always thing <laughs> that, you know, we can't get paid for it though. Mm. So, Katie, you had never heard of beer witches before. No, I had never heard of oh beer witches. Gosh. Yeah. And I am a patron of beer. Yeah, right? Mm. See? There you go. It's a little secret. Did you know about beer witches? <laughs> I didn't Bonnie? know about the beer witches, but I knew about like ancient uh, Egypt and Samaria. The old, yeah. yes. The I old did know Samaria. that women were the origin, like the yes. original beer brewers. Yep, exactly. That right. saved that humanity. That little bit of knowledge had, had worked its way to me. So, there you go. Hopefully, that's becoming more prevalent because. I know, right? Yeah, we're pretty much geniuses. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. So just let us earn a little bit of money at it, and that'd be great. <laughs> Wait, I'm not going to say please. I do, yeah, don't say please. Yeah, I'm not going to say please. Damn right. Yeah, recognize our genius. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, and let the check cash mm. right there in my palm reading palm. I see a very long money line. Exactly. Yes, right? <laughs> oh, I like it. Brilliant. Well, should I wrap us up for the yeah. whole month? Not the whole month. Well, the 200th uh, episode. We do have the 200th episode, but for witches, though. For witches month. Yes. yes. Wrap up wrap up the Keep witches. Keep the door open for the 200th episode. <laughs> yes, this is very true. Yes. Um, yes. Now, for the next month theme, though, um, we are going to be setting our sights on galaxies unknown. Uh, we're going to be exploring the depth and breadth of science fiction gals after... Nice. Our 200th 
episode, which will be uh, a little treat for you on Halloween. Nice. Stay tuned on whatever the hell we do, because we don't know yet. <laughs> so we hope But to I see hear you. there's going to be an announcement. There is going to be some mm. kind of announcement-like thing, some kind right. of secret thing that a lot of people really, really would want to know. Yeah, they're going to want to be the first to know. Exactly, right? Mm. So be in the know and listen next week on Halloween. Uh, we hope to see you soon at the Gals Guide Library. Remember, broom parking is always available out front. Thank you so much for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>